Hi guys, um, I'm back. I'm sorry for ghosting you. I know I started off this episode, like every single episode of like my podcast was saying, oh, I'm so sorry I ghosted you. But like, I really am. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to start posting like more regularly. Um, I'm not going to put like a date saying like, oh, I post every week because I know I'm not going to keep that promise. But I'm going to like post like a good amount because like this podcast not only helps me just rant but I know it helps others with like their mental health and for everyone that's watching and like this actually helps them I'm so happy that this helps you um I'm always here for you like my dms are always open you can always just like text me I'm always here for you um even if you don't have cancer and you have like a relative that has cancer or a friend that has cancer I'm always here for you. I can give you really good advice of how to really be there for them because no one was ever there for me when I was going through like all these like tests, surgery and all that stuff. No one was ever there for me like truly. So um, I really want others to be kind of there for others because I didn't have the opportunity. So I want to give that opportunity to be educated how to be there for someone like that. But anyways, um, today's episode is going to be talking about childhood cancer. It is a really broad topic because there is a little controversy about this because some people think that childhood cancer um, cuts off when like you turn, I think, 11. Yeah, when you turn 11. I personally think childhood cancer is also teenage, like teenage kind of years cancer because we're still technically children. Technically, don't literally, I don't really believe in age. But, um, yeah, it's until you turn an adult, sometimes people think, because it is different because all your files when you turn 18, they're going to be trans. No, oh my God. No, 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 no. It's until you're 21. Yes, it's until you're 21. Because I remember my doctor told me that when I turn 21, I'm going to be, I can't be with sick kids anymore. And I have to be with another hospital. There you go, guys. It's until you're 21. Maybe that's just, like, the hospital itself. I don't know, but I believe in so it's until 21. But anyways, yeah, today is childhood cancer, and um, it's a really broad topic, and I'm just going to be talking about how it feels to have it, how to be there for someone, like a sibling that has cancer as a child, um, how to help yourself and just like everything so let's dive into it okay so diagnosis as a child is kind of difficult and like it's kind of just like it's a weird feeling honestly because like i like my grandfather passed away from cancer and i always thought about it like oh like i know what i would do when like when if i got diagnosed with cancer the reality is you don't know what you would do until you actually get cancer you don't know how you're gonna feel you don't know how your body how your brain's gonna react and i was just in shock i was in denial truly and um because like listen like i would just like pass out throw up um like my heart would always go bonkers but i just thought like that's just like my anxiety and that's just like my uh, mental health because I was getting bullied every single day of my life so I was kind of just like thinking oh that's just my anxiety and stuff but 
No. So the day I fainted and I got rushed to the ER, um, they're like, everything's fine. Screw Mackenzie Health. I'm not gonna swear, but I hate that hospital so much. They are the worst hospital ever. So dirty. The doctors are not even doctors. They're just strangers um, that like you find wherever you want. They don't know anything that they're talking about because I had a massive tumor just sitting inside my body, size of a watermelon, and they didn't do anything. They said that my test came back. Everything's okay. When sick kids took my tests and everything, they rushed me to the operation room right away. They rushed me to the operation room. So you're going to tell me a different hospital was like, yeah, everything's okay. And they made me suffer for, I think, another month. And I think it was a couple months. And then finally, there's a point. There's a point that you kind of can't keep going. And my tumor, I think you guys know this. I said this in another episode. But my tumor was one millimeter away from killing me, from blasting all my organs. So imagine... What Mackenzie Health, if they took my test properly and everything, and everything wasn't okay, they would see that there's a tumor inside of me and they would actually take me seriously. But, of course, they don't. But, anyways, um, I still remember the day that, like, my diagnosis happened. I was in the doctor's room and, oh my god, the doctor showed me my tumor actually and I still have that image in my head it was um it was honestly really scary because like that's inside of me like that's just weird like seeing a picture of like what's inside of me so many like different children can react to it differently I reacted with denial and shock um I know others would like react with like fear worrying like worrying and stuff but other children might be so young that they don't even know what cancer is so um it all kind of depends on their age personally and it they it all matters of how much information that they actually have on topic on cancer and also some children might just look at their parents and if the parents crying they're gonna be like oh no something is bad because the shock from your parents is definitely something that you're going to be like, oh no, if my mom is crying, then I should be crying because something bad is happening to me, you know? Um, Other, like the most one that I've, like all my friends, because I have friends that have childhood cancer as well, and um, they were just like scared and they were just worrying about like how they don't want to leave, like family because honestly like cancer is just like you hear cancer you're gonna be like dying I'm dying okay I'm dying and that's the first fear is just dying and also some people may like might be really scared of like the treatments the tests and it's honestly really scary like I'm not gonna lie like the tests are kind of like serious and sometimes they hurt like, I did this one test that I just passed out there because they made me, like, I was, like, under all these wires, and they made me, like, run, like, so much, and then I just passed out there, and then, because I just have this problem with my heart, but we're still trying to figure that out, but 
Some kids might even be scared to even walk into a hospital. So imagine them being in a hospital 24-7. And then maybe they even have to, like, get, um, what's the word when, like, you get transmitted? No, no, transmitted. It's like when you live in a hospital because, like, you can't go home. So imagine the worry and kind of anxiety that the child faces when they're in a hospital 24-7. When they're even scared of going to the hospital. And... Um, other kids are just scared of how their family's gonna be, because some kids, like, really, really care about their families, and that's honestly amazing, like, that's just amazing, but sometimes, like, this anxiety is also increased if, like, they're, like, they're, like, how do I explain this? It's, like, if everyone is, like, saying, oh, just be strong, just be brave, you're kind of getting you're kind of gonna get a bit more scared because like you kind of don't like want to be brave and strong at such a young age like it shouldn't be happening to you at a young age because at a young age you should be playing in the playgrounds you should be like going out with your friends you should be doing all this and that but you're doing all these tests and you're stuck in a hospital and you have all these wires on you. You don't have the ability to go outside and play. And that's what I am really upset about. Sorry, guys. Um, My, like, computer just shut off on me. But, um, yeah. As I was saying, I am really upset how those children that have cancer don't have the ability to go outside and play. Because they're just hooked up to all these wires. And some hospitals do have a really good job of entertaining those children and trying to make them feel as childreny as possible. Like I used to have bingo night. I would have um like videos on the TV with like uh just cartoons, also um makeup stuff. That was really cool of, of like the people to do. They also played Kahoot, um they played Sudoku. They played all sort of games. And, yeah, it's pretty cool and, like, it's pretty nice of them to do. But the best kind of possible way is to not have cancer at all and to, like... Why is the volume down? I feel like the volume's down. Hello? Okay. I don't know if it's working or not, but I hope it is. But, anyways, um, another kind of um feeling to have is anger because... It is really normal of a reaction of anger that a child can, like, be diagnosed with cancer because they're definitely mad that, like, it happened to them. And I was so, 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 so mad that I got cancer because I still, till this day, don't think I deserve cancer. I don't think anyone deserves cancer. I think absolutely no one in this world should have cancer because what just happened anyways cancer is just horrible and um some kids are just really angry that like they have to do all these tests and like they have to get poked for no reason and they have to like swallow all these pills disgusting pills and like do all these like kind of scans and also a big one is like their privacy is getting invaded and they don't want to be kept in a hospital and they would rather see their friends. And as a child, you 
kind of don't want to be getting needles and all these different tests on you. So there's a point that you just become frustrated and overstimulated, of course, and you just feel so many emotions that just anger comes out of it because it's true. If you have all this sadness and like worry and all this stuff, it becomes into anger. It's true. Like maybe you have experienced having sadness that turns to anger, but it really does turn into anger. And many of these children deal with lots of anger problems after because they just don't know how to process their feelings. Like getting diagnosed with cancer, that's a big thing to just find out, you know? Um, another one is guilt. Oh my god, don't even get me started on guilt. Guilt is oh my god, I still feel guilty till this day because like I feel like I don't know it's just like I feel guilty for having it like I don't it's it's really like hard like it's really like hard to discuss because like if you don't have cancer you don't really understand but some children think that like because they're so young and like they're gonna think that something that they did got them cancer like something bad like I there's like this little kid on TikTok and he was crying thinking that Santa got him cancer because he was like acting bad like the year before like you know like it's it's like i don't know they're very young so they feel really responsible and also like having this like big thing on their family now they're gonna feel really guilty and they're gonna feel really bad and they're gonna like because cancer does change like a big family routine and like all this kind of um sibling routine because it does take away lots of um love that the other siblings can get because the parents are now focused on you so they might feel guilty that like they're taking all the quote-unquote attention and all the love from other siblings and i know like some people really kind of have that problem and honestly you shouldn't have you shouldn't feel guilty of having cancer cancer is just something that you have to really adapt to and it does change your whole life routine, but you have to really adapt to it. And until the cancer is gone, you have to live with it and fight through it and be the best that you can because truly you will get through it. And at the end of the day, like you you just have to fight. There's no other way to get out of this. You have to fight. And um last but not least, the last diagnosis is that you should have guessed it sadness um sadness is definitely one of the biggest ones yeah i don't know why why my computer keeps shutting down on me it's really weird but yeah sadness is one of the biggest ones and you truly do feel sadness when the diagnosis really hits you because at first some kids might feel like angry guilty um fear like shock and all that stuff but at the end of the day, you're going to have the biggest one and the most time-consuming feeling is sadness. Because as a child, you have all these dreams and you have all these like things you want to do. And hearing that you have cancer, it really does kind of set everything off because like, like your whole life is changing. like, And it's changing fast and it's changing really, really like big. 
you're not going to have the ability to do things like other children do because now you have cancer and it does suck. But that's why most kids feel sad after because they might want to do all these like cool things and they have all these like cool things planned. And now you're not thinking about how you're going to achieve those dreams. You're thinking of all the treatment and how your next test is next week and all these stuff. And it's this is like the longer time one. And this is the one that um, really does hate you truly because you're going to feel really depressed. And the sadness does turn into, into depression. And kids do have depression as a child. I hope you understand that, especially with being diagnosed with cancer. After you understand and grasp all the knowledge that you can get from cancer, because your doctors are definitely going to tell you more about like your cancer and just cancer in general. And maybe young the younger kids might understand that, but when they get older, they will understand what they had to go through and they will feel really sad for the younger self because I, till this day, feel super, super bad for my younger self. Sometimes I just want to, I would pay anything to just go and hug her because no one did that. No one absolutely did that. I was all alone. I did everything by myself. I'm who I am because of myself. No one was ever there for me. I did everything by myself. I was the one battling. I was the one wiping my tears away. I was the one in that hospital room. I was the one getting operated. I was the one dealing with all my emotions. No one was ever there for me. I was the only one. So the only person that I will feel sympathy for and the only person I will feel strong emotions for is myself. Myself is the only person I care for. Say that I'm selfish. I do not care for that. I was the only person that was there for myself. No one else. No one. I'm telling you no one. Um, the only person I can think of is Sophia, my friend, that I rarely see every couple months. And, like, no one. No one could even call me. No one even cared to call me or anything. Like, I got a couple texts saying, I hope you feel better, but that's not really being there for me. I really needed someone to talk to. I really needed someone to express my feelings to. But no one was ever there for me. Anyways, yeah, sadness is a big one. And it's something that you have to process. I'm not going to sit here and tell you try to be happy. Because you should understand that you have cancer. And it is definitely something. But do not let it define you. Don't Do not let cancer take over your life. But I do really think sadness... Um, really helps you um, accept your um, diagnosis and um, the only way I can think of is just trying to express your feelings honestly um, the way I express my feelings just being I would hope that you have someone else and if you know a child that has cancer be there for them talk to them make them feel like they have someone and make them feel loved make them make them feel cared for and do not like be like oh you're so strong you're so brave no just like just talk to them as a normal human being because when you have cancer you do get treated way differently and sometimes it's good sometimes it's like 
it feels you feel a lot of love but sometimes you want to be treated as someone normal because when you get diagnosed like when you get diagnosed with cancer automatically you think that like something's wrong with me and I'm not normal so you getting treated normally will kind of help with that and it will help um kind of getting treated normally it's it's kind of really good but anyways um a really good thing is kind of journaling and also just talking things through as i did said before um you have to be honest with yourself you have to be really open about your feelings and you my number one advice if you have childhood cancer is find a person that you trust and find a person that you are, are know that's going to be in your future and like you really do know that like sorry my blanket's bothering me <laughs> but anyways yeah find a person that you do um, like for a fact know that they're going to be in your future forever and i know that's a big thing but like you guys aren't going to fight over something stupid so um find someone like that and talk to them and be open and be honest about your feelings about your diagnosis and how you feel about all these tests and all these different things that you're going through because hiding these emotions isn't going to get you anywhere but showing these emotions will get you somewhere and at your own pace oh i saw this really cool quote i went to urban outfitters the other day with my friend ryan and i saw this book that i've always been wanting to and it says um you can work at your own pace and still be successful and that kind of means a lot to me because um i took things um i just try to get over my cancer and i tried to just like okay i have cancer blah 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 i'm done no and it really did bite me in the butt after because me just trying to get rid and me trying to just ignore the fact that i have cancer did kind of cause me more future like of my future taken away because i didn't take the time to grasp my diagnosis as a child it i just kind of just like was like oh yeah i have cancer okay carry on and then in the future i was like wow wow i got diagnosed with cancer at such a young age i didn't deserve this why me like just honestly why me i still think to this day why me? I have many of those nights. I had one like last week of me just thinking, why me? Why did why did I get this? You know? But anyways, um I honestly um really wish oh, a big one is um sports. Um sports do get affected a lot when you have cancer. Oh my god, it, it does suck. Truly it really does suck. It, it hurts a lot because I used to play a lot of sports like basketball, soccer, tennis. Like, I used to run track crazy. I'm still trying to get into track this year, but training has been really hard for me, honestly, because I don't want to overstimulate my heart. But, um, I it's it's really difficult to train after you kind of have cancer. And it sucks when, for example, a child wants to become a soccer player. Now they're hooked up to all these wires. How are they going to run? How are they going to experience being a child? Just having cancer as a child is really, really difficult. 
it does take a lot away from you. But try for it not to because it does suck having cancer as a child, but you have to make the most out of it. Honestly, try to find things that you can do in your hospital room. I drew. I drew a lot. Oh my god. I drew like crazy. I was just skipping through my sketchbook. Just like boom, boom, boom. Just drawing, drawing, drawing. And I feel like that's why I've kind of um, gotten better at drawing. Because that's the only thing I would do. Um, ooh, Also reading. I would just read like crazy. And I hated reading. I didn't like read, read. I just read poems. Whoa. Yeah, I read poems a lot. I really like poems. Oh my god, guys. I'm gonna read you one of my poems that I did in when I was at the hospital. And I really like this poem. Okay, it goes. Time is precious. Tick tock, tick tock. My world came crumbling down all of a sudden. Who would have guessed that being diagnosed with cancer would be the most difficult word to hear? My body wanted to badly live, and all the king's horses and all the king's men made it. So again, a heavy thrill. This day, this breath, this rest of everything. A second chance at things I haven't have dreamed of yet. Okay, so this poem is basically just about being diagnosed with cancer, made my world came crumbling down, and everything kind of just changed. And that was definitely one of the difficult things I've ever heard in my life. And my body wanted to badly live. And my body kept fighting. And the king's horses is the doctors. And all the king's men is the nurses um, helped me. And so again, a heavy thrill. Just me being happy. Um, this day, this breath, this rest of everything. Um, it kind of just elaborates of how I got out of the hospital. And I was really happy that day. Because I still remember the drive home. I got Starbucks. I was very, very happy because I felt as though I get the I get a chance of new life because I know I still have to visit the hospital a lot, but it's better than being stuck at the hospital itself. Because when you're a child, you kind of just wanna go out with friends and you wanna play and you wanna do all these things. And when you're stuck inside a hospital, you kinda don't have the ability to do all that. So, um, yeah, it is definitely a really happy feeling. And if you have cancer as a child, if you have cancer at all, um, I really, really hope that you fight until there's just no tomorrow. Like You have to fight. I'm telling you right now, oh, you have to fight. I fight a lot. I fight like crazy physically and mentally, and it's going to really it's gonna really kind of give you the outcome that you want because there's no other way of battling cancer than just putting all your effort and I put sweat I put tears I put blood I put everything on the table and I'm still fighting and I'm not gonna stop fighting until I get the all clear and I hope you keep fighting until you get the all clear and I really wish I can ring that bell and that is my dream, truly, just to ring that bell. And um, I hope you um, really understand that your diagnosis doesn't define you. Your diagnosis just gives you more knowledge of who you are and what you're going through. And your diagnosis should just help you understand of 
what you have and not who you are because cancer will never define you. Yes, having cancer as a child might take over your life, but do not allow it. Do not give it the power to have you and hold you by the neck and just say, yeah, you're cancer. You are. <laughs> you're cancer. Oh my god, if you're zodiac sign is cancer and you have cancer oh my god that's definitely really funny to me it shouldn't be but it is funny to me but anyways guys um i really hope that you kind of took this a bit and liked it i guess um at the end of the day just try to be a child as much as you can and if you're a teenager and you got your childhood taken away like me please 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 do not do not care of what others think. Try to relive your childhood as much as you can. Go out to the park. Go out. Go out every single day. Do the most that you can. Do not let cancer take your childhood away. Do not cancer take your teenage lives away. Do what you want. Get what you want. Be who you want. Okay? Um, this is a wrap for this episode um i love you you are loved i care for you you are cared for you're beautiful you're handsome you mean so much to me and your family and your friends love you understand that you are never alone i'm here for you my phone is always on me you can always text me i'll always 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 be there for you and please understand cancer will never define you and yeah um i love you okay I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing night. I hope you have an amazing morning. Whatever you're going through, just understand there's always sun at the end of the tunnel. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.